PM board bombs. Now, here's doctors Iltafat Hussein and Blake Briggs. Welcome back to another EM Board Bombs podcast where we make board studying more enjoyable, more fun. I am Iltafat Hussein, joined by Dr. Blake Briggs. What's up? For every 10 to 15 minute episode, we throw down high yield board knowledge. We like to say, come for the STEM, stay for the content. Sign up on our website, emboardbombs.com, for updates, episodes, printed handouts, the quizzes. Everyone's loving the quizzes, the free quizzes that they get to do, they get feedback on. Everyone loves free stuff. Hey, they're free. They're free. Hey, sign up not only on our website, but also hit us up on Twitter at, at emboardbombs. Almost a thousand folks. Almost a thousand We're folks. We're close. Lots of tweets. We're close. Briggs, you ready for this topic? Oh, I'm super pumped. I'm awesome. on nights. Morale is high. <laughs> Captain's log. <laughs> All right. If we're getting started here, a 22-year-old female presents to the ER with a chief complaint of generalized body aches. She just started her Tinder date with Chad. Oh, boy. But when she told Chad some of the symptoms that she was having, he said, hey, we got to get this checked out. We isn't you. <laughs> so they, they come to the ER to get it checked out before starting their date. Uh, they need to go before sunset, though, because the mudding crew that they're meeting with is going to be done by then. And Chad just had a two-foot lift done to his truck. So the patient has had elbow pain for two weeks, but denies fevers. She also now has a non-pruritic rash her left wrist hmm. which of the following bacteria is the cause of her symptoms is it a strep pyogens is it b staph aureus super rare zebra <laughs> especially in, in nephro patients right yeah is it c <laughs> nicira gonorrhea never heard of it is it d chlamydia trachomatis you got it and by the way i was joking about the staph and nephro patients i feel like ms threes that might be listening would think that's not prevalent. It is the number one prevalent bacteria in renal patients. Anyways. It's not pastoralia. A, B, C, or D? What's the correct answer, Dr. Briggs? Correct answer is going to be C, Neisseria. And we kind of set it up, too, with Tinder. I hope that we don't get an email from Tinder about said question stem. But they're free to sponsor us as well. which our sponsor today is actually Match.com. That is true. That yeah. is true. <laughs> so arthritis in young sexually active adults, Nicira is the most common cause by far. It's actually funny that you mentioned this. Back when youngling Blake <laughs> oh, was no. studying for, no, study for boards. Oh, Sorry, I should <laughs> That was horrible. So youngling Blake, when he was studying for boards, he came across this question, something similar like this. It was basically, hey, there's a young female with like knee pain or whatever. Right. And it's like, what type of arthritis would she have? And I, and I like... You know, medical student means like, oh, staff, most common cause. Sure, yeah. And that's reasonable. However, the boards want you to know that the most common cause of septic arthritis in a young female is actually going to be Neisseria. Huge. It's just Huge. really interesting because most people don't think that. It's a knee-jerk yeah. reaction to think staph is always right. the most common cause. Right. But you got to think these people don't really have risk factors yeah. for staph aureus, you know, because they're not sure. going to have diabetes. They're no. not going to have 
recent surgery or complications. So right. in general, or I, the majority are and not going to be, be drug younger, users. And it'll yeah. be a young patient, right, right. that right. they present you with. And you thinking in your head, those key board review questions, you're going to hit staff. But right. that's why it's so critical that you get this question right. This is what I call just a freebie that they're going to give you on the board. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is an association question. Yeah. In real life, it's actually really difficult to diagnose. For sure. And we're not thinking about it often, unfortunately. Yeah. So overall, it's actually a rare complication. But considering how many, um, you know, there's always a difficult thing with sexual health, a lot of these cases are not reported. Right. And so less than 2% of all gonorrhea cases are going to have this gonococcal arthritis. I'm sure it's a higher number. Right. And then it's that key triad, right? Can you right. explain the key triad that you need to know? Yeah, the key triad here is going to be um, tinnitus dermatitis, and polyarthralgias. Without? Purulent arthritis. Also, this is called the arthritis dermatitis syndrome because that's helpful, right? Oh my gosh, it's all <laughs> over the place. Just remember the triad. And we'll triad. come back to the triad at the very the triad, end too. The triad. So many triads in medicine. Oh my gosh. Um, these findings actually occur pretty frequently together. Um, and the purulent arthritis is going to be, you know, with or without kind of this joint swelling or effusions, you're not always going to have that. Um, and then fewer than 50% of patients with gonococcal arthritis actually have arthritis. They're going to have myalgias, they're going to have arthralgias, which is different, and they're going to have this dermatitis stuff. We'll talk about in a second what you expect on the exam, but not all of them are going to have actual, yeah, my elbow hurts when I move it, you know, right. complaints. Uh, fever is actually not that common. Uh, it's only in 60%. That's not helpful at all, and it's not specific at all. But skin lesions, a bit of a higher percentage there. bit of a higher percentage. It's higher than I thought, actually, because yeah. I'm not usually looking for these, but it's good to think about. About 75% of patients. And the big thing with skin lesions is that they're going to be a pustular um, dermatologic kind of nodule. Um, it's going to be a darkened skin color usually. Have you seen a picture of them before? Google images. Google images, yeah. It's actually on Tinder. <laughs> In profile pictures. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? What is this? <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Um, so a distinguishing feature is actually this migratory nature. That's on boards. It's also in real life. The fact that these patients come in with different arthritic uh, or arthralgic pains um, that migrate to different joints. And they're never going to be symmetric. It's always going to be a strange set of joints that's different, almost uh, varied by weakness. So back to that triad, tenosynovitis, dermatitis, as explained by what you just mentioned, mm-hmm. and also the polyarthralgias that are migratory. Mm-hmm. Correct? Mm-hmm. That's correct. So uh, how good do you think synovial cultures are? I'm going to think not that helpful. Yeah, not that helpful. Uh, they're like 50% positive. And they often have low bacterial counts. You know, this this harkens back to how chlamydia and gonorrhea are very hard to grow in culture anyway, which is why, especially chlamydia, now chlamydia can also cause its own form of arthritis, but gonorrhea is much more common. You're going to have um, patients that come in with sus- high suspicion for this, and you need to just test all mucosal sites for gonorrhea. So that means your genital, rectal, pharyngeal specimens, you need to send all of those for microbiologic testing. The actual mean average synovial fluid count, you could guess, if you're going to have low culture counts, you could guess also that the WBC counts probably less too, right? And you'd right. be right. I mean, this is not going to be like the staff purulent raging arthritis in the 100,000s or 200,000s. Right. This is going to be like maybe around 50,000 to 20,000. Right. That's sneaky, right? However, I would say any young female with a synovial count around 50,000 is suspicious, I think, because a young female with no medical history should not have that. Exactly. Yeah. I completely agree. The other key and thing, and I say this, excuse me, and I say this because certain specialists may scoff. Oh yes, yes, and they would say, "Oh, that's not the threshold." Yes, but this is a, these are By young said people. Specialists, do you start ortho? No, 
<laughs> orthodromics. <laughs> orthodromics. Uh, and orthodromics. I'm trying to think of other ways they might ask this on the boards. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're going to ask you the type of test you're necessarily going to order, mm-hmm. right? Because we talked mm-hmm. about the overall yield of that. Mm-hmm. But they certainly, in other way, are going to ask you the treatment modality mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Um, which is? Um, you're treating for gonorrhea chlamydia, of course. Exactly. Even if it's just gonorrhea. You know, again, hearkening back, these are very difficult cultures to obtain. Right. You are treating for both all the time. Exactly. Um, you're doing IV with ceftriaxone. Um, your typical dose, one gram, you know, IV initially. Or, you know, I am as needed. And uh, you're doing that every 24 hours. And then you're doing azithromycin. And basically recovering both gonorrhea and chlamydia with this. And um, I think that's where they might get yeah. you, right? On the boards mm-hmm. where you might even get the fact that, oh, this is Neisseria. Um, and oh, I just need to potentially give ceftriaxone. But you're covering with the zethro as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. Uh, and then, of course, you're doing um, these patients, you know, may or may not be admitted. They typically are uh, typically for washed out as needed of that joint, depending on the situation. Um, there's really no published guidelines on that and what happens to these patients. Right. And you're probably thinking, wow, I really wish I had more meat in this explanation of like what to expect on these patients. It seems kind of like very varied. We don't know. You yeah. could go at any source you want. There is no good published data on how these patients present. That's why yeah. it's so difficult uh, to see these patients. But on the boards, there's going to be a clear presentation. You know, one more thing. This is going to be a little, be a little bonus bomb. We haven't done that in a while. You ready for a bonus bomb? Bonus bomb. Cue the bomb. music. Now it's time for a bonus bomb. So, you know, one thing that actually comes up a lot on uh, board review questions I see and a lot of students ask me is the difference between gonococcal arthritis and reactive arthritis. Right, right. And reactive arthritis, more common in chlamydia, more of a reaction to chlamydia, develops weeks later. So you definitely want to ask the patient, hey, were you treated for chlamydia at any point or do you have those types of symptoms before or they might even be having some active symptoms for a long period of time? Ankles and knees mainly, but also has, here are the two key things, conjunctivitis and urethritis as well. Yeah, remember the can't pee, can't bite my knee, can't see thing? Exactly. In some order, jumbled order. Jumbled order. Or can't climb a tree. Some people say that. (laughs) So many rhymes. Uh, What are some of the other bugs as well? Um, you know, GI arthritis. bloody bacteria bugs. Remember, right. this is this is, remember one of those weird seronegative spondyl arthropathy uh, uh, weird condition. That was my favorite block in med school. Said oh no man. one ever. This is yeah. <laughs> this is bringing back those repressed yeah. memories. Well, this used to be writer's arthritis. Yeah, yeah. And then we discovered uh, that we hate Nazis, which are bad. <laughs> so, so how do you tell the difference? Oh, uh, really, the main thing is going to be the conjunctivitis and uh, yeah. urethritis. That the fact Boom. that it develops weeks later too. Um, after treatment that's the big thing it's not so much caused by chlamydia it's just the autoimmune response right right the molecular mimicry reaction so that's typically what you're going to see differently and this is treated uh, conservatively right and again for board purposes conjunctivitis and arthritis as we mentioned mm-hmm. some of the differentiating things that they would add there yeah in real life um, unfortunately all three are together it's rare to get all three together for reactive arthritis um but let's just phrase it this way. You don't want to miss gonococcal arthritis. Missing reactive arthritis may not be the end of the world for your patient. They'll likely recover. Missing gonococcal arthritis, not a good thing. Not Devastating. Good thing. So for the boards, what's the triad? Tenosynovitis, dermatitis, and polyarthritis without purulent arthritis. Boom. Beaver is not that common. Skin lesions are decent. And treatment is not going to be just for Nicene gonorrhea. It's going to be for chlamydia always as well. Yep. As with most things sexually, you treat for both always. Exactly. Synovial cultures suck. It's like flipping a coin. Yeah. 
and I doubt it would be tested on that for boards. Got it. But you could be tested on the white count. Yeah, and you could be tested also being told that they didn't grow anything out mm-hmm. um, and still understanding that, hey, oftentimes you're not. So also, it could be tested on good dating habits. <laughs> Is that like an ethics question in there? Maybe. I'd like to thank our sponsor, uh, backgroundchecks.com. <laughs> backgroundchecks.com. <laughs> so that's pretty much it. It's another board bomb delivered. A pretty yeah. sweet short one as well. And a bomb. And that's one or two questions that we just helped you answer correct on the boards. And life. And life. I think we provided some good life lessons there too. <laughs> Maybe Tinder is not the place to go. No, it's not. And now is it Tinder or is it Tinder? Um. Now, <laughs> sign up on our website, emboardbombs.com. Our Twitter handle is at emboardbombs.com. Same handle is available on Instagram as well. We have a bunch of cool quizzes that are up. Thank you, Chase Countryman, our prolific MS4, for providing those. Yeah, really, come join the serious conversation. Is it Tinder versus Tinder? Hey, let's take this offline and have a discussion about this. And uh, I'll get the espresso machine going. <laughs> Sounds great. All right, join us next time. Thanks. <laughs>